1: Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC sports. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear.
0: I'm your host, Tommy Ashley. you listening to the Inside Carolina Post Game Podcast, sponsored by JohnnyTShirt.com. I've got Dewey Burke with me. Dewey, we hadn't done many of these this year. I was, of course, down at on Paradise Island to cover those games in person, so we didn't have the opportunity to talk about the battle for Atlantis. And we got another game earlier in the year, but first big game of the year we're talking about, and Carolina goes down by 25 in the Smith Center to Ohio State. We'll dig into it a little bit, but just, you know, wow. Uh, What a ball game. Ohio State comes in, handles their business, but Carolina just struggled mightily, mightily. Especially in the second half.
1: Yeah, that's right. I mean, not a lot you can say. You know, didn't shoot it, didn't rebound it, didn't guard him. Got out hustled, out fought. Just not a not a typical North Carolina performance, and it's got to be the worst home loss ever for Coach Williams, right? I mean, we didn't. I didn't check, and you did not. You and I didn't talk about it before we started, but it's got to be. I don't think he's lost by twenty five at home ever. So it brutal. I mean losing Baycott obviously hurt a lot early because especially the way he's been playing as well as he played against Oregon, I think he would have helped obviously on the interior with protecting the rim and on the glass and hopefully giving us a little more scoring punch, but yeah, I mean they were just they were quicker, they were more attentive, they were more active, they talked better, they shot better, they rebounded better, beat us in every face.
0: Indeed they did 74-49. Biggest thing, uh, I thought, especially without Baycott, 48-32 to on the glass. And Dewey, they just hammered Carolina repeatedly on offensive glass. In the first half, Carolina's ahead if they limit Ohio State on that offensive glass, um, with or without Baycott there. The Heels are just getting pushed around all night inside. That was surprising to me a little bit. Carolina doesn't have the inside talent, especially that Ohio State has, but your thoughts on those rebounding issues, specifically the offensive rebounds that were given up. My take, uninformed take, is that if you're constantly having to help stop dribble penetration from somebody else's man, it makes it almost impossible to get rebounds unless everybody is on the same page all the time. Uh, But your thoughts there.
1: I think that's right. I think our our defense was breaking down – pretty easily early in possessions and you and I texted about this but for all we're asking him to do and it's a lot uh Cole the last four games has been subpar defensively and lost his man a lot allowed ball penetration a lot and when the defense breaks down whether it was his man or or whoever and guys were getting into the paint you know penetrating pitch for open threes they were running really simple sets just running pin downs for Washington and letting him create off the bounce, curl, uh, catch and shoot on the wing. And then obviously Wesson was a load inside with his size and his weight and his strength. But uh, we we were just outclassed from an effort perspective more than anything. And that's why you saw Coach Williams get so angry and put in a lot of guys from further down the bench that otherwise don't typically play. play. You know, In the first half, he... He put Huff in, and, and unfortunately, he played terrible, to to be frank. Uh, he, he missed his assignments offensively a couple times, lost his man defensively, and that was a great opportunity for Huff to to show that he could be a participant and just unfortunately just did not play well. And I don't mean to single him out. Uh, that's just who Coach gave minutes to in the first half. And uh, he was so frustrated with the the top guys that he he did what he's done sometimes in the past. And actually, did it twice, which was sub five guys in and, and, and sit down the regulars. So, just a frustrating night for obviously for coach. And you know, you can get out hustled and out rebounded and still make shots and stay in the game sometimes. But when you don't have a ton of talent, when you're down your second best player, you don't shoot it well, you get beat on the glass, you get out worked, and you're playing a top 10 team that hasn't lost. You're going to get smoked. You're going to lose by 25. Home away, neutral, it doesn't matter. You know, all those things are not going your way. There's not a whole lot you can, you can say positive.
0: Yeah, I thought Carolina just got whipped physically. It reminded me a little bit uh, down in the Bahamas, the way Michigan just whipped them physically, um, inside especially. It, you talk about the shooting, and this has been an issue all season. Uh, worst two-point shooting percentage in a single game in the Roy Williams era. Hat tip to daggone box scores on Twitter. 594 games. Carolina made 10 of 39 two-point attempts for 25.6%. That's the lowest uh, beat Virginia, the percentage at Virginia in 2018 by two-tenths. I, I mean, that's incredible, Dewey. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I never would I thought would ever imagine a Carolina basketball team that can't shoot and it's not just have off nights this has been a consistent thing all season this team just cannot put it in the basket
1: yeah it's not can't shoot it's can't score right no no matter how right I mean even even a couple of threes that Cole hit the two in the first half were catch and shoots and relatively straightforward but the two he hit in the second half were really difficult shots I mean nothing nothing easy at all. We're not out in transition because we're not getting stops. Uh, we don't have anything that we can point to on the defensive end and say, okay, well, we're guarding really well. So we're going to force turnovers and get out and run not doing that. So we're playing at a slower pace than we'd like. Uh, we just don't have as much talent as we've had in the past. Uh, that's no fault of the guys that we do have, but you know, we're just we just don't have the horses that we've that we've typically had in the past. And so it's just hard. It's hard for guys to create. Cole's the only guy who can create his own shot and teams know that. They watch the film. So you watch CJ Walker for Ohio State, just they're basically playing a box and one. I mean, his entire focus was trying to not let Cole catch the ball and and if he did catch it, it was to crowd him as much as he could. And if there was a ball screen, they doubled it and I mean, the the story is out. You just you take Cole out, you cut the head off the snake. And right now, especially without Mondo to to clean up glass or put the ball into the post for a jump hook or or an easy bucket, we can't score.
0: Roy Williams said it pretty clearly he'll be out for a while, but they can't feel sorry for themselves. I'm going to talk about Johnny T-shirt right fast. Of course, great sponsors of this podcast, great uh, supporters of Carolina sports, and great. Um, supporters of the fans they give you plenty of opportunity to get everything you need carolina related basketball football any other sport baseball soccer field hockey field hockey national championships uh, so stop by on franklin street when you're in town stop by on johnny t and get that stuff for your christmas gifts load up the stockings anything you need johnnytshirt.com and Johnny T Shirt on Franklin Street. Of course, ten percent off that everyday order if you're an Inside Carolina premium subscriber. Dewey, let me ask you a question, and I know that you uh you go back only so far. I go back a lot further, unfortunately, because I'm a lot older. But I cannot remember a Carolina player that has more pressure on him individually than Cole Anthony, because every other team has had at least one other guy that could do something. Can you think of one?
1: Not since Coach has been back. I, I don't think there's any question that we just uh, obviously 2010. We we had a tough year, didn't make the tournament, and and we we're coming off a championship when we lost. You know, historically great players from our program, the guys that that hung that banner. But um, no, I think I think that's right. I mean, we just uh, we've we've never had the. Unfortunate blend of of seniors that departed that were experienced that were scorers and shooters, uh, as well as freshmen that contributed a ton that were first round NBA draft picks. One we always knew was leaving. One we never thought would uh, in Kobe. So just kind of one of those perfect storm things where some of the recruiting struggles that that plagued us uh, until we cleared up the NCAA issue. Uh, that coupled with an early departure from Kobe and guys graduating and, and finishing their eligibility just all has really accumulated in the fact that we've got this surreal talent, you know, one of the most gifted guards coaches ever had, but he just doesn't have uh, the the talent around him to, at least so far to to thrive like he maybe you could say typically would in the Carolina program. If he had, you know, some other horses. I mean, guys, it's about talent. It's just at the end of the day, just think of the guys we've had. And it's no knock on any of the players we have. They care as much. They bleed as much. It means as much to them as anybody who's played. But when you're gifted, things come easier. When you're gifted and then you try hard and you take the coaching, the product is going to be better. And when you don't have all of it, it shows, and we just we just lack talent.
0: Stealing stats off Twitter as we talk. Um, Rob somebody's uh, research rather than do my own. Carolina lost by 25 tonight. Worst loss since February ninth, 2013, when they lost by 26 at Miami. Worst home loss since Daugherty's, uh time when Duke beat them by yeah, 29. I, I
1: knew it had to be Coach's worst loss at home.
0: Yeah, and I remember that. Uh, Duke game. I believe that was Corey McGetty and Al Brandon, those guys, and they uh, they brutalized Carolina that night in January of 2002. Uh, so what do you do? What do you do if you're Roy Williams? I said on Twitter, just start playing like Loyola Marymount. I know it'll never happen, but they can't possibly shoot less than 30% uh, consistently. Why not get up more shots, even more shots than they're getting up now Dewey, I mean, something's got to give at some point where well, this is going to be a long, hard slog because Virginia on Sunday um, is going to be just as good, if not better defensively, than Ohio State. And then beyond, they go to Gonzaga. And they're coming off a loss. And yeah, and they, they got, they got absolutely smoked buried. today. Yeah. What a crazy college basketball season. So what's, what's the solution if there is one?
1: Yeah, I mean, hard to say, you know – um, I thought there were definitely you know coachable moments, things that can be fixed. I thought our spacing a lot of time tonight, offensively, was very poor. We were we were out of sync. I don't know if that's because Mondo was out or whatever the case, but we were, we were really crowded a lot at times offensively. And so even though all that focus was on Cole, he didn't have the opportunity to even try and penetrate and create and give Ohio State credit for defensively the way they played, but. Um we can work on our spacing and you can work on your effort level. You can play harder. I mean, they're gonna see a side of Coach Williams that they haven't seen, and the reason they haven't seen it is is because as upset as I'm sure he was after the Michigan game, they didn't have a practice after that. You know, they went rolled right into another game and you just move on. And and coach now has a couple practices to to get on them about effort and playing the way we're supposed to play, at least you know, as it as it relates to how hard you work, so there's improvement there. I just especially when you hear from coaches and and others that attend practice that that playtech and Pierce and Keeling can all shoot the ball so much better than they're showing. You just like to think that at some point we'll shoot the ball better. I mean, I know Pierce made one and Keeling made one, but as some of the misses the it, they're not shooters misses, if that makes any sense. I mean, if you, you think about going back, like when Wayne Ellington missed, it's like, man, I thought that he was making that. I mean, last year, Cam Johnson, every time he shot, I thought it was going in. And if he missed it, it wasn't by much. And uh, not only have our, you know, shooters or guys who are supposed to have been shooters been missing, but not close. So you'd like to think that they could snap out of it. It's hard to believe that everybody can be in a shooting slump at the same time because uh, if guys can make some shots that would that would obviously take some pressure off Cole but look you lost your best post player for probably a month six weeks it looked like that was a bad looking sprain. so it's gonna be tough we gotta dig it out of the dirt let's find out how tough we are I think we know how tough Cole is and coach has commented on that let's have find let's find out how tough the rest of these guys are coach is gonna find out I'll tell you that
0: yeah so d- describe how that practice will go for oh, for man. people that are listening to this that don't quite understand it.
1: Yeah, I mean he he he's got a, he's got things that he's done in the past, you know, he, he you might go in the practice gym and there'll be no rims on on the goals and you just do defensive stations for the whole practice because he's so frustrated with our effort and and our our mentality on the defensive end. Um I would venture to guess there's going to be some pretty physical box out drills that he's going to have the guys go through. And uh, some of those, at least when I was playing, ended with guys that were bloodied and battered. And that's what he was, you know, that's what he was seeking. It was how physical can you, can you be? Because two out of the last three games, we got, we got taken behind the woodshed and beat up by big 10 teams. So um, I don't think it's necessarily a, a conditioning type of punishment because our, our teams are always in good shape. I mean, it's not that, um, but it's, he might challenge their toughness a little bit with, with a couple practices that are, you know, it's, Hey, it's fun to play the way we play, right. It's fun to play up and down and get out and transition. And that's how you practice. It's tiring, but it's fun to to play that way. Well, he might, take the ball away and, and make it about the defensive end and, and challenge some guys in a different way. So, um, that wouldn't shock me to hear. And, uh, but then at the same time, you, you don't want guys not getting shots up because we got to figure out a way to put the ball in the hole. So, so we'll see, you know, he, he'll, he'll come up with something. I bet you we play really hard at UVA. I don't know if we're going to score a game might be like 36 to 33, But uh, I think we'll play hard up there. I don't think we'll have effort issues. Uh, If we do, then I think we got maybe bigger problems than we even thought. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you another question about the up-and-down effort, but you pretty much summed it up there. And I said going into these two games um, that Carolina may not score 80 combined. When they were talking about they hadn't scored 80 all year in a single game. Virginia, of course, got killed tonight. Uh, Michigan, the team that wore Carolina, got killed last night. I mean, just a crazy, like I've said before, crazy college basketball season. Uh, Carolina and Virginia on Sunday, two teams that can't score. It, it might be might bring back the peach basket type ball games. I mean, it could be really <laughs> yeah. ugly one way or another in Charleston. There might be,
1: might be more points scored in some of these uh, conference championship games for football than, uh, than our game. But, hey, look, you just hope that – that we bounce back kids are young hopefully they have a short memory coach will get on them they're gonna have a tough couple of days of practice you can guarantee that but we still have a, a supreme talent and so you know if he can have a night where he goes and gets 30 you know then we don't need as much from the other guys perhaps but uh the entirety of the defense will be focused on him even more without Armando so it's going to be a tall task to go up there and and find a way to win but uh we still have the, you know, arguably the greatest coach that's ever done this, and so let's let's invest in him. Let's see what uh, he can get out of these guys because there's more there than they're showing, and uh, maybe we can go up there and steal one.
0: Dewey Burt, joining me on the post game podcast. Not a lot of good to talk about. Carolina loses seventy four forty nine to Ohio State in the Smith Center. We'll be back to talk Carolina basketball later. Not at Virginia because Dewey's tied up. Sherelle and John will handle that post game, but we'll certainly talk more as the season progresses. Hopefully have a little bit better things to talk about. Dewey, I always enjoy you coming on, my man.
1: Yep. thanks, nice time. Appreciate it, man.
0: Appreciate everyone listening to the Inside Carolina podcast sponsored by Johnny T-Shirt and johnnytshirt.com. We'll see you soon.
1: Thanks for listening to another podcast from insidecarolina.com. Brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com. Where to go for your next Tar Heel gear purchase.